Our good near Shabbos, Parshas Vayichi. Um, I'll tell you like this, Vayichi is a very, very amazing Parsha, as all of the, every Parsha is. But there's something unique about it, and of course Rashi points it out, if you look in the Chumash, it's not at the beginning of the line, not the beginning of it, right after an empty blank space, it's Mamash smack dab in the middle of a line, without a break, you know, more than any other word is. And Rashi points this out, and he says, "The Lama's parsha stuma. Why is it a, is it closed?" So, one opinion is that the Yaakovinu died. The eyes of the Jewish people were dimmed from the, the beginning of the oppression started. Then, uh, other another opinion is that Dikes Yaakov the Galus is a case. Yaakov wanted to reveal. When the end of times is going to come, the nistam and it was hidden from him. Now, I think that this is just something that's very indicative of, you know, maybe what's happening with us and the future that we have in, in front of us. Why it seems so dark, darkest before dawn, as they say. And it could be <clears throat> that this is what has to be before any. Redemption happens. There has to be a dimming and a darkening, and, and that could be the reason why it's so hard for, for us. You know, some people say, like, after all the trials and tribulations we've gone through, you imagine after the Chmelnitsky massacres and Shiva to come and didn't happen. You imagine after, you know, the Holocaust that would have happened, and when's it going to happen? What does anything have to get harder and more difficult? And it's a very scary thought, but it seems to be that that's the precursor. But the Rashi brings two ideas. One is that the Shibud is starting. Another one is that Yaakov wanted to tell us when the end of time is. It seems kind of like two antithetical ideas. One is that he's that the reality sets in and things are darker and dimmer. And then the other idea is that Yaakov wants to give them hope and tell them when the end of times and it was taken away from him but it could be that that's that both of them are, are what happened again Rashi doesn't say that but again with a little bit of a Hasidic license uh, that maybe this is Rashi, Rashi juxtaposes the two ideas to tell us that that's how we have to live and experience our goals by understanding the end is near that just when Yaakov passes away and things look so dim and dreary and bleak and like how are we going to survive this Yaakov will say there's hope the Geul is on its way but even then it's Nistema but that might be part of what we need to how to anticipate the coming of Mashiach some of the the, the, the brisker Rav was wanted to say that anybody who is not actively anticipating Mashiach's arrival, is actively pushing off Mashiach's arrival. And I think that that's something that is so important. They say that Shem Shemaster Polya goes to town saying that why did Yaakov Avinu feel that he could reveal the end of times? Because he looked in the, na- the, the names of the Shvatim and he realized there's no Ches and there's no Tes. There's no hate, there's no sin. And therefore he thought that maybe he could reveal when the Kates is. 
but if you look, there's also no Kufin Tzadik. There's no... The Kufin Tzadik isn't there either. And the people astutely point out, if you look at it, that of the stones that were on the Choshen Mishpat, that they had to be all the letters. And when they asked the Urim the Tumim, they had to have all the letters as a possibility to light up in order to give the answer. So how could they're missing letters in the, the Shvatim? How could that function? Of course, there are many different opinions of how it really worked out, but everybody agrees that together with the 12 Shvatim, only I think is 49 or 50 names, or letters, excuse me, so they'd have Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and the word Shifte Yeshurim. And in the Shifte, they'd have the Tess, but within the lead, the word Yitzhak, you have uh, you have three of the other missing letters, or Yaakov, is either each way, but it seems to be that Yaakov Avinu felt that the fact that they didn't have fate, that's time for Geula to come. But it could be that the hate that's holding back the Shia from coming is not looking forward to it, not anticipating it, not Tzipisali One of the questions they're going to ask you before you leave this world is Tzipisali Did you anticipate redemption? Are we looking forward to Mashiach's arrival? And it could be that that's, we have to know, we're like, with the end of Sefer Bracious, with all the beautiful stories, ah, Matam Pasab Bracious, Koyach Maizav Alma, what a beautiful flavor it is that a Baruch Hu started the Torah with Bracious, with all the beautiful stories and showing the power of a Maisa, Yiddish a Maisa, can, can light up a Jewish soul. And uh, so that's coming to an end, and Shmos is starting, but Shmos also starts with lots of nice Maiselich and Midrashim and stuff like that. But uh, this is the, the in order to survive Golas, one has to know and believe that redemption is near. And Hashem should bless us all that, you know, we're getting, we've never been closer to Mashiach than we are now. And Hashem should help us that we should all live and be Zoha to it. And a lot of people feel that, oh, I'm not ready for Mashiach to come, and they're not being ready is really kind of like what holds the Mashiach come from coming. But if a person really wants to be on Hashem's team, even though he's not all the way there, that shouldn't hold you back. And Bazar Hashem will all be Zilcha. So long as you're trying, we're in progress. We're, you know, the, the program currently in progress will resume after Mashiach's arrival and let us complete our journey. So should be all healthy and well and deserve to see the Diaz Gold Sadak and here remain remain. And our eyes shouldn't be darkened from the lack of Gaula. Our eyes should be opened up with a yearning for the goal to come speedily in our days. Zaiq Bench have an amazing show.